how do you price an ad on your channel? That's probably the most common question we get from other creators. And it was the biggest question we had when we first started on YouTube. So we're hosting a live workshop on how to price yourself. This is everything that we've learned in the past 13 years of being on YouTube and our simple three-step process that'll help you develop concrete pricing. So if you wanna join us for this live session, just go to colinandsamir.com slash live. Enter your email and you'll get all the information about our live event on May 9th. All right, hope you enjoy this episode of The Colin and Samir Show. Today on the show, we're talking about content houses. Now, a content house is when a group of creators move into a house with the hopes of building their careers together. These traditionally have failed. We've seen houses like Team 10, The Hype House, The Sway House, Clubhouse, Honey House, name any word and there's been a house. And typically what happens is a group of creators move in, one creator explodes, or there's a group dynamic that happens that just doesn't work, and these fail. But we spent a day in New York City with a content house that we think has a shot of working. They go by the name Your Mom's House, and it's four YouTube creators who just graduated from college living in New York City. And in this episode, we're going to talk about our experience with them, as well as why we think their version of a content house could work. I'm Colin. And I'm Samir. We're creators who've been working together for the last 10 years. And on this show, we break down the business of creators. All right. Welcome to the show. Subscribe if you haven't already. Let's get into it. When we were in New York, we spent time at your mom's house, which consists of Elliot Choi, Anne-Marie Chase, Kelly Wakasa, and Ashley Alexander. And together, they have nearly 3.5 million subscribers. Like a lot of people like liken us to like the cast of Friends, which I think is just like a real life version of it, maybe. <laughs> I don't actually watch Friends, like, so I don't actually know. Me neither. When we toured the house with them and they took us all into the different rooms, like their, their collective energy was really fun. They're all lifestyle creators, so they're used to showing their personality on camera. And when you actually watch all of their individual channels, you're sort of seeing this sitcom deconstructed where there's all these storylines, there's romance, but it's playing out across all of their channels, which is super interesting. I'm honestly so excited to move in. I have roommates. I'm living with some of my best friends, which you'll meet. I'm moving to New York City tomorrow. Pretty crazy. Is this a content house? Yeah. We're all planning to film and upload videos together. At the very least, it'll be like one of the most interesting years probably of my life. No, I think it, I think the deconstructed sitcom offers you the opportunity to latch on and connect with one of the characters and then experience the world through their perspective. Today, I'm going to ask my roommate out on a date. What could go wrong? Mm, mm, a lot of people say it's a bad idea. Personally, I don't care. So <laughs> if you're watching your mom's house and you like Elliot's perspective on all of it, you still get Ashley, Kelly, and Anne-Marie in Elliot's videos, but you get it through his perspective. The entertainment of what's happening in this house is undeniable. It's, it's obviously picking up, like they have millions of subscribers across all these channels. Hundreds of thousands of people are watching, but there's still this added complication of like, how does this work? It's still a content house, which traditionally blows up in your face. Always, pretty much every time. There's definitely risks. It does get complicated once we're trying to like work together more formally on like a group entity, you might say. But the interesting thing, they're not really paying attention to all of these creator houses. They're going in a much different route. I feel like I haven't even like paid that much attention to content houses. Yeah, honestly, like, I, so don't, I don't even I don't know. Really I'm like, either. they failed? I didn't know that. <laughs> I don't know. Since the early days of content houses, we've seen a few different models of how 
content houses try and work. Team 10 used a revenue share model. They had Jake Paul, who was you know, the, the impetus for the whole thing. He was running a company. If you were in the house, you shared a percentage of your revenue with Jake and the business Team 10. And then that crashed and burned. Neighbors say flames eventually grew higher than the house, and as the pit was burning and smoking, they were fuming. Then we have the Hype House. And there is someone who owns the Hype House, which is Thomas, mm -hmm. and he benefits because you come into the house, you get to live in the house, he pays for your rent, but in exchange, you have to do Hype House content and Hype House advertising. Why are me and Michael the only two people in this room that ever have posted on the Hype House willingly? That's not true. It is, it's pretty true. And now we have your mom's house, which is taking a totally different approach, which we're calling the co-working model. In the co-working model, creators choose to live together, but they operate their businesses completely independently. A lot of these content houses are literally just to like, let's make a ton of money. But yeah. I think we just have like a genuine approach of, hey, I just want to hang out with these guys all the yeah. time. Even if you guys weren't in my videos, like I just still want to live with you guys. Yeah. <laughs> so like, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> That's like why I moved in. I was like, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna Yeah, I think like friends. it's an important distinction. It's like, we're coming together so that we can make videos together, we can live together, be friends together. So for your mom's house, they don't share a manager, they don't share really any employees. And for a long period of time, they did not have a shared platform. They did just launch a group podcast. But they sort of delayed this process and just focused on being roommates and working on their independent channels, but living together. And what we learned from speaking with them is that they're solving some key problems that a lot of creator houses face and coming up with some really interesting solutions. I would say a lot of creators face. Mm -hmm. I, I wouldn't even say creator houses. I would say they're solving something that creators face. The first problem is education. It's really hard to get educated about what it means to be a creator and how to actually grow your business. I don't know, it makes the job so much better yeah. and we can honestly like grow so much from it too. We'll share Such our- Such a good learning experience. Yeah, we like, like share I feel like I've just learned little so things much. like- mm -hmm. They taught know. me like Photoshop tricks. Yeah, like yeah. Camera hard stuff. skills. I use Premiere now sometimes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Kelly teaches me Photoshop. Yeah, production. Yeah, he's Premier very technically inclined. Yeah. What, yeah. what about you? Yeah, I would have expected software. it, but like you're like so into like your camera gear, your equipment, your editing, yeah. like he's a nerd. He's a nerd. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Yeah. That's so funny. Now, the reason this is a problem is because we're all learning about this in real time. This is literally unfolding in, in real time. There's no traditional roadmap for becoming a creator. Everyone's career is different. Someone learns something and then everyone's like, oh, okay, I guess that's how you do it. You mentioned this about skateboarding where in the early days of skateboarding, someone would do a trick and then they would name that trick so that other people could do the trick. And so that they could add to the trick. So mm -hmm. you learn how to do a kickflip because you see someone doing a kickflip and then you do a varial kickflip or a 360 right. kickflip. And that's what's basically happening with creators right now is we're all going down these different roadmaps. And if we don't talk and we don't showcase what we're doing, none of us can learn. It's something that Mr. B said was instrumental for his growth. Imagine a world where it's just you working solo and you work 12 hours a day every day for like a year and you're just grinding, you make a mistake, you learn from it and you do that for like a year. And then imagine a different world where you have four friends who are also equally grinding in something similar. Friend number one makes a mistake on Friday. He teaches the other four people. Friend number two makes a mistake the next week, teaches mm -hmm. everyone. And then like you're all learning from each other's mistakes. You're all constantly studying 24-7 and downloading each other. Like after a year, you're like, two years ahead of the guy who was just solo. So not only are you learning quicker with people around you, but you're also able to institute a little bit of structure, especially for everyone in this house. They all came from college. 
where you're extremely structured, then you become a creator, and it's literally the loosest career you could have. We have four channels. There's only seven days of the week, and we post once a week. So it's like, we really need a schedule. Like, if, yeah. if the scheduling doesn't happen, there's like too much overlap and conflict, so it just like needs to happen. I think that they are unique in this. I don't think that every content house has a ton of structure. Again, going back to the hype house, like when they tried to have group meetings from what we saw on the Netflix show, they didn't really look that structured. The thing about what your mom's house does is they have this thing they call chapter. This is what we use for chapter. Very, uh, we almost did not get this, but so worth it. It was so worth it. Once a week, you like have to go to chapter. You just like get on the same page with everyone and like, a lot of, like talk scheduling about plans. or like brainstorming video ideas. Or... Some people, not to lay this on you guys, but might call it an all hands meeting. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never oh, even heard of that. No, 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 it's chapter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So they talk through everyone's content goals. They talk through the videos each of them are making. Another problem creators face, especially young creators, is the lack of community. Again, it's something you get in high school. It's something you get in college. Once you graduate, it's much harder to find community. The most important thing in life, I think, is community. So for me, like coming into a community of people, like like-minded, really creative, smart, I think was super important because I've like experienced just like five years of just like not having any community. Friends, coworkers, roommates, like just like people to be around. I mean, at least myself personally, like I was living by myself upstate and it's just like really isolating. I mean, we talk about this a lot, but creating content is like usually a lonely job. They're talking to the camera by themselves, editing by themselves, all that stuff. And so it's like super helpful to have each other, to bounce ideas off of each other, to brainstorm together, to film together. You know, both of these points, education and community, I think for us, as well as a lot of other creators now, this is gonna become a lot more common to have a space where you work. It's crucial to growing as a career, is being surrounded by people who are doing the same thing as you. I actually got this a lot from like other friends who had tried creator houses and failed, but they said that you should try to find other creators that make similar types of content. Like for example, a lifestyle creator, find other lifestyle creators because like then you can find true collaboration oh. rather than if you have someone who's like an animator or like uh, someone who does um, like movie a reviews. Or yeah, it, like the crossover doesn't work as well. And so we're all lifestyle creators and I think like it oh, works smart. really well when we're in mm -hmm. each other's yeah. videos. The fourth problem that your mom's house solves is growth. And this is something that we see in a lot of standard creator houses, accelerated growth from living together. You're with a bunch of other creators. If one person gets hot, you're in the same house, you're gonna, you're gonna grow. I mean, a rising tide lifts all ships, Samir. That is, that is a very cliche saying. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. So. Now, it doesn't always work. For them, it has absolutely worked. Anne Marie's subscribers in the last six months have grown 4,300% in comparison to the six months prior. I mean, I had a lot of growth, but I think also it was like a mindset thing. Like for me, I like went to college, like took, like I planned on taking a very traditional like college, like business route. And so even just like living with them has helped me realize like, oh, this is actually like possible to have this like be my job. Like, and they've helped me with that. They're like, you're a full-time creator. Cause it's still like even a struggle for me to say that. And they're like, no, this is what you do. So it's helped, like it's dramatically like changed my perspective. And one really interesting example of accelerated growth is their friend Luke, who came to live with them for only a couple months. Before he moved in, he was averaging around 30 to 40,000 views per video. 
he moves in with them and his views shoot up to 200,000, 300,000 views. That's the difference between sort of not having a career and having a career as a creator. The bottom line is they've all grown a lot in the last six months. I mean, collectively right now, they have 3.2 million subscribers across all four channels. By this time next year, if all goes well, they all stay together, they'll probably have over 10 million subscribers collectively. I think what's most interesting rather than like growth on our individual channels is like how quickly we can sprout up almost like another channel or another page. And it's like can instantly have the the strength of four creators combined. And that's really interesting because I think like, you know, it's exactly what we're talking about. Like we are stronger together than we are alone. They recently just launched a podcast channel, which has 50,000 subscribers and they're averaging 192,000 views per video. That's crazy. Within weeks, they now have another platform that's monetizable. Again, though, this accelerated growth is not unique to your mom's house. We see it in every successful creator house. What we don't see in most creator houses that we do see with your mom's house is sustainability. I think a lot of that is because the deconstructed sitcom model supports their opportunity to take breaks. I took like a little break after Vlogmas and it was cool to be able to like still be a part of their videos. It allows more flexibility as a creator because right now it's like if you have your own individual channel and you want to take a break or something, then that seems like very detrimental. But if you can still find us like in each other's videos. They go a step further to say that your audience may actually get to know you better on a channel that's not yours. You get to see each person from like in a different way in other people's videos. So it's like when I film like Elliot, it's like he comes across as like how he does to me, (laughs) which is insane. Yeah. (laughs) What? Yeah. Elliot's like he's a goofball. Yeah. Yeah. Elliot's insane. Him and Kelly are the same amount of crazy. Yeah. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is your captain speaking. Today we will be serving Pepsi products only. What? Pepsi products only. <laughs> what? So I think it's really actually nice for the viewers to get to see that because they're like, oh, like this is like how they act, like not in front of their own camera necessarily. So it's just like it's really good to add depth to like everyone's personalities. I feel like accelerated growth is reach. You're mm. you're reaching a lot of people. But sustainability is all about depth. Do you have people who really care about you and will stay for the long term? And if you have that, that's when you can build a serious career. The amount of super fans I think has been growing because if you think about it, we post a video each per week. And if I'm on everyone's channel, that's like three extra videos for myself or for everyone. So like everyone's fandom is really growing and it's like a really strong fan. If you were even talking about you watch maybe all of ours at the same time. So yeah, it just builds like stronger fans. Just up on every device. (laughs) (laughs) While this all sounds great, I think some of the hardest moments are probably coming up very shortly because with the launch of the group podcast, you're now entering into a space where you're going into business together and you're living together. Can you imagine if you and I throughout the last 10 years lived together while we worked together? Yeah, I mean, that that would be really hard. Uh, I would say we spent, because we always, yeah, I can't imagine that. No, I can't imagine that. That would be extremely hard. I think you have to you have to plan for the worst. Yeah. Um, of course, you always have to think about worst case scenario. Like this could, this could go how most things go, like call her daddy, where Alex Cooper was making more money than Sophia because she was doing more work. And then mm-hmm. they had a ton of conflict and couldn't agree on the terms and went their separate ways. But I just wonder if maybe it's just, while this is out there in the world, we share the revenue. 
one day I won't be there anymore. And that's okay. Those are definitely like some of the questions like we have to answer like as we're building out some of these channels and stuff. Um, but I think like we've, we've definitely talked about this, but we have like good faith in each other that like we're, we're friends first. And so that's like really important to us that like, you know, we're not going to like jip each other. Yeah. 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 So. yeah. We've definitely talked about that and like how we would do revenue share and stuff, but it's just, it's not even at that point yet. Yeah, so we're just we trying not to worry about it yet, but we, we probably should. If it were me, I would say kind of at this juncture, start thinking about picking and choosing whether you want to live together or work together. Interesting. Spending the time with them. I'm just wondering if we're, we're like old school thinkers in some of this. And we've just seen things. We, we've go seen things badly. go badly, of <laughs> yeah. course. And, the, and like, it is the most classic tale that you move into a content house and then it explodes. But I think that's because of the mismatched expectations. And I think that if the expectations are set, that's the, that's the number one, is that your expectations just have to be set. You have to constantly be communicating. And I think what they're doing, the smart things that they're doing is one, the context of they all still have independent managers, independent businesses. They don't have one manager, they don't mm -hmm. have one. That's really important. They're operating independently. To me, it's like, it's working. Do you need to change it? I think no matter what happens, they won't regret it. Getting to have this time together shortly after college where you have the sense of community, you're learning from each other, you're experiencing this growth. It may get messy. I think they understand that. And they still recommend that people do it. I think it's great. Yeah. I think 100% do it. Yeah, but I would say do it. yeah, no, I think there's really nothing to lose. Like it's whether it be the experience or whether it be like you might grow from it or even creatively just being able to collaborate, you'll learn something by being around other creators. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's like, 100% the move. We just did a month, like so helpful. Just do a month, like I don't know. It's just like I don't know. I think it's I think it's really insane how much you can learn from it. Yeah. You know, make sure that you vibe with everyone there. You have something in common or get along because you live together, you work yeah. together, you like sleep. Uh, <laughs> sleep <laughs> like you're you're together all together. the time. So thanks so much to Kelly, Elliot, Anne Marie, and Ashley for letting us hang out for a whole day. That was awesome. Very kind. Let us know what you think about this concept of creator houses. Do you think this one could work? Do you think they're all inevitably going to fail? I'm curious to hear your perspective. Now, also, one more thing before you go. It would be great if you could review the show. Wherever you listen to this podcast, it really helps us if you give the show a review, especially if you like it and you give us a lot of stars. I think five stars is the most amount of stars you can give us, but give us five stars. And if you want, drop a question in your review. We'll answer it. If we do answer your question, it would be on a segment we've been doing on this podcast called Creator Support, which comes out on Thursdays. All right, so stay tuned. We'll be back here on Thursday answering your questions. See ya. Goodbye. Goodbye.